Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Mindhunter Fan Podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. I hope you all are doing great and um, I've been away for a while. I've taken in some time off to focus on other important matters of life and I'm back um, after a break um, from making podcasts. And in this period, I did not make any podcasts concerning the Brentford game and the uh, game against West Ham at Old Trafford. So I might just share my thoughts briefly on those games in this podcast. But my main purpose of making today's podcast is because of the transfer activity currently going on at Manchester United. As you all must know, uh, Marshall. Anthony Marshall has uh, joined uh, uh, Sevilla on loan uh, for the rest of the season and there are transfer rumours that um, Jesse Lingard and Don Wanabek may join him out of the club. I'll be sharing my thoughts on the implications of some of these loan deals and how important it is for us to sign someone or I use this opportunity to address the uh, defensive midfield problem that we currently have at this club. So with that being said, let's get right into it. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for staying tuned. Please do not forget to like or subscribe or follow depending on the podcast platform you normally listen to this podcast so that you can get notifications of new episodes that I will be making. Okay. And also consider being a patron to my podcast on Patreon or buy me a coffee on buymeacoffee.com. So thank you very much for your support. So back to business. Well, let me quickly talk about um, the game against Brentford. Of course, you all know the game ended 3-1 in favor of Manchester United with goals from Elanga, who scored the second goal, um, Mason Greenwood and Marcus Rashford. Three of them grabbing the goals. Um, Anthony Ronaldo angrily walking off when he was substituted. Uh, I think those were the main highlights uh, in that game, especially in the second half. In the first half, of course, we were terrible. We were very poor. The GR saved their asses and uh, made some brilliant saves. Mine and I didn't really do much in the first half um, to make Brentford, you know. Sweat the we had. I think we had lots of possession without any cutting edge. Brentford were compact and hit minded at the break, and they were quite uh, uh, deadly. Unfortunately, they didn't lack the finish to uh, the or the end product to reward their enterprising efforts. Brad, I mean, I beg your pardon, um, Brentford ordinarily should have grabbed the goal in the first half but they failed to uh, so that was their 
hard luck and no wonder Thomas Frank was upset at the end of the game. Um, um, angry that um, he was angry that we changed our system. He was angry that uh, they didn't take their chances. He was angry that uh, we were changing our system against a little Brentford. I I don't understand why would he be upset that we changed our system to deal with the opposition where we're supposed to allow them to win. So it just sounded like sour grapes, but hey. Anyway, we won the game by three goals to one. Um, we were Antonio grabbing a consolation for them. Thankfully, we had three goals in the kitty already, and we were not under any pressure like in the Villa game, whereby we threw away uh, a two-goal lead within five minutes. You know. Um, then in the game against the uh, West Ham, um, it was. It was a game that a game of few chances, uh, few clear cut chances. West Ham and Mainland like cancelled each other out, and of course we were the better side, um, and we deserved to win, but we did not make um, our Fonsa work. We didn't have any shots on target. Um, it was a good defensive performance from Manchester United and in the midfield as well. Um, the defense were quite good. Dalo, Varane, Maguire, Teles, they were decent. The Jack kept a clean sheet, of course. The midfield of McFred and Bruno worked hard. Um, but uh, Reinick had to go for it and made a lot of attacking substitutions. Uh, brought in Cavani, brought in Anthony Marshall, brought in Rashford. And um, you know, eventually the attacking substitutions paid off Manchester United as we were able to grab a stoppage time goal um, with Marcus Rashford tapping in after good work from Ronaldo, Marshall, and Cavani. Um, so I was delighted, I have to tell you, about the result because I had already given up hope that we've thrown away another opportunity to take advantage of the slip-ups by our rivals and it was so beautiful to see um of course um we are not going to win the league um i'd rather we try and catch chelsea if possible we had that that possibility is there especially if they keep drawing their games um so um of course, Tottenham Hotspur will have a say. Arsenal too will have a say. West Ham, of course, will have a say. But David Moyes' team, um, of course, are always very difficult to beat. Uh, but we were able to defeat them, of course, with some stroke of luck, I have to say. Um, David Moyes is always very compact whenever it comes to Old Trafford. Um, West Ham are never they are f- attacking and flowing best whenever they come to Old Trafford because of David Moyes' insistence of being conservative whenever it comes to Manchester United and hoping that if they can nick a goal and defend, you know, they'll be home and dry. And it worked for him in the Carabao Cup this season, but it didn't work out this time. But it could have, it was very close, you know. So that's basically on those games. That's my take on those two games. I did not make podcast for which I normally would have, except I had to take a break this time. All right. So now I want to talk about the transfer issues at Manchester United. Of course, we've loaned out Anthony Marshall. I feel 
personally i think it's a mistake if we consider what he did against um west ham if we had players like elanga or greenwood on the pitch at that point in time i can assure you they will probably not pass the ball to cavani they will go for goal and Ariola will make a save or the shot will be blocked and the chance is gone but marshall more experienced more level-headed more creative picked the right pass waited ball for cavani cavani of as usual beating the outside trap making a good pass uh well-weighted pass and radford tapped him from the back post to give my united a um a victory you know and i'm sad to see Anthony Marshall go i have to say um of course this season he has not had too many chances last season he didn't take his chance as the main striker excuse me he didn't take his chances as the main striker and so he went down the pecking order and with the arrival of cristiano ronaldo that made matters worse for him um, Rashford has always been favoured on the left, but Rashford too has been poor this season. And because of the arrival of J.D. Sancho as well, J.D. Sancho is always uh, often plays from the left instead from the right. So I wonder why we signed Sancho. Of course, maybe because uh, we want to accommodate great missing Greenwood, hoping that he will um, continue with his um, high-scoring returns. Uh, but that has not been the case this season and all this has led to only getting sacked because he couldn't manage the um, abundance of talent he had going forward and of course the team is unbalanced we need a defensive midfielder and because of the lack of a defensive midfielder that we can depend upon outside the Manjamachic which we all know is past his best um, we cannot play players like Donny van der Beek or there's a fear of playing players like Donny van der Beek because of the fear that we might be exposed in midfield because Matic is not fast, you know, and we need somebody who is fast and energetic and tenacious. And that is why Fred and McTominay often get picked because of their ability to do those jobs. But they are not specially defensive midfielders, so we're in a conundrum, you know. McTominay and Fred are not defensive midfielders. They are they can do a job for you in that position. It's the double pivot, but they make us handicapped going forward because Bruno alone cannot do the creative work. And we know Bruno gives the ball away a lot. And we also know Bruno is good and often joins the attack, but it makes us um, porous in midfield. And so we often get dominated by teams who pack the midfield or who have better ball playing players in midfield than Man United. So we, ha- we often struggle. And that has been the story of our season, this season. So... Um, it's important we buy a defensive midfielder. The problem is, it's not looking like we will buy one. Today is the 27th of January, 2022. And it's four days to the end, I believe, to the transfer window. And 
we have not signed anyone maybe we'll do a deadline day signing but we need a defensive midfielder especially if donny van der beek and jesse lingard also are allowed to leave the club this january so it's very important and i'm concerned again about the possibility of injuries we if we let these players go what happens if there's an injury crisis if bruno sustains an injury or fred and mctominay what now happens you know there's a big problem we are flirting with a disaster and if Rannick doesn't manage this situation he should never be the coach of this club in january i mean in the summer he should never be allowed to be the coach yes he can become the director of football director of whatever he wants to do but he should not be allowed to be the coach if he fails to manage the situation because he is taking a risk we are an injury or two away from being in a crisis and playing square pegs in round holes and it's not good enough we are an unbalanced team so it makes sense that some players like Anthony Marshall or or Jesse Lingard are allowed to live on loan but you shouldn't let Donny go because um, if you look at it Bruno is only number 10 we have uh, McTominay and Fred are number 8 but they are playing in the defensive metric position and of course Fred often is given license to at least under Rannick is given license to go forward and you know press you know and sometimes McTominay goes forwards to attack and shoot while uh, Fred stays behind so these players are doing a job in midfield but I feel that we will get the best out of McTominay and Fred if they are not being saddled with the defensive midfield rule instead they are just their job is to help out when we are defending but if we are attacking we have a special defensive midfielder in the mode of Matic who has his legs, who can tackle, who can distribute the ball and give the ball to McTominay and or Fred or Bruno or Pogba and Bruno, you know, to create chances for our attackers. Basically, I believe a midfielder has Bruno, Pogba and especially defensive midfielder is what we need to do very well you know it's not going to win you a league title but it will definitely keep you in a top four battle or keep you challenging especially if you have creative wingers as well who know when to pass who know when to shoot okay so this is what i feel uh we need united need especially defensive midfielder and we can get one even if it's on let us get one then zakaria kamara whoever that has been linked with us let's just get it over the line so that if we allow jesse lingard or donny to go in the on loan to another club to get more playing time at least we have a defensive midfielder who will be you know who will be backed up by matic then we can allow fred or mctominay to play the number eight position while bruno plays attacking midfield and Pogba can come in when his his injury is over and you know either play in Bruno's stead or play 
in the number eight position so i think this is what should happen so and i hope raf reinick knows what he's doing and allows uh players who need to be playing to go and keep those who need to be kept personally Let's let Jesse Linga go. Jesse Linga should be sold. His contract is running out. So why does why don't you just sell him right now? Get money for him and let him go. Okay. Get decent amount, ten to fifteen million if you can, and let him go. Then getting a defensive midfielder. Keep Donny if you want to. Or even let Donny go on loan. If Pogba is going to return. If Pogba returns and we, we have a defensive midfielder at least we have fred and mctominay who can you know come in as subs to help bruno or bogba you know so this is what i feel should happen you know uh, we'll be playing champions league football we'll play fa cup football we'll play premier league and injuries can happen you know at any point in time uh, we have an unbalanced squad, no doubt about that, in mid in, in the forward position and the midfield. Yes, our defense is well balanced, but we need to do something about our attack. Many players need to go. Mata is not getting a game. Even in this period where we are crying, he does not even get in the game. And um, we are keeping I don't know why we kept him in the first place, but that is the old regime and that is gone now. I hope Rannick will be much more ruthless um, and Rannick uh, will manage the situation very well. I still have confidence in Rannick. Um, thank God he has jettisoned this 4 2 2 formation, which to me, um, he, I see the argument was trying to make, but it just didn't go well enough for us because we kept losing the midfield battles because we were playing attackers and wingers in the attacking two which for me is rubbish all right thank you very much all for listening to this podcast i appreciate you all um we there's an international break and our next game will be against middlesbrough at old trafford in the FA cup i promise you i will have a podcast ready for you after that game so thank you do have a great one and bye for now